so good. Um, Vinay? Oh, glasses. Be inspired. I'm so inspired by her. Oh, my goodness. And if you would like to take some art classes, she will be offering them in the summer, in September, two classes. And I think pretty soon you can go on our website. It's on our Blazing Fire Facebook page, but you can talk to Joel more about that. Or you, can they talk to you, Ingela, about that? I wish we had pictures of some of your art because it would absolutely blow you away. But her heart, Ingela's heart, too, behind it is, is so amazing. She, she blows me away. But lastly, we have David Marco. And um, David is going to... Is David here? Oh, he's here. Um, if David goes a little bit over nine, we'll just encourage the parents to go ahead and go get your kids because I know what he has to share is, is rich too. And um, David's going to share how God is using him. It's awesome. Okay. Thank you. This is great. This is great. What a feast. And oh my God, Angela <laughs> and Cara. Wow. Wow. Um, we're saved very radically. Uh, some of us are saved very radically, and I want to just intermingle some things. I uh, ended up waking up last night around 2 a.m. and couldn't get back to sleep until I wrote some things down, and that's, uh, I guess that was God, you know. I, I'm, a, I'm a little dense sometimes, you know. It's like, oh, is that you? <laughs> and uh, some good stuff. I'll get a little bit of it. But I was saved very radically. I had uh, really powerful transformation. I was uh, involved in cults and weirdness and full of demons and just, you know, yucky, yucky. And, uh, and God really radically saved me. And I thought, you know, what I need to do is I need to be more, how do you get close to him? How do you love him enough? How do you follow him hard enough? And, and so in my paradigm and in the paradigm of the church about 30 years ago, uh, it was, you're in the church, as people have talked about here. You know, you're in the church. And, and so it's, God, what do you want me to do? I'll do anything you want me to do. Don't you want me to go to Africa or China or something and, you know, do your job? And it was, do your job. And that kept coming back to me. In fact, at one point, I was with a, a group of, a uh, couple of evangelists, and we had some really cool miracles. Lady got healed of breast cancer. We had some powerful things happened. We were sitting in a restaurant after service one night, and uh, this little kid walks up and says, I see Jesus sitting next to you. And it's like, well, surely that's confirmation. I was ready to, uh, I was single then, and I was ready to sell my car and get a minivan, and, you know, and, and God somehow stopped me. And, um, and so the theme has been bringing me back to, to the workplace. And when I got my first really powerful presbytery word, the guy started out with saying, you're in the medical field, and the Lord just impressed on me. That's a long shot. But and he went on and on and on, and it's like, you know, eventually I, I'm starting to get it. But uh, God orders our steps even when we don't know it. And uh, I really have tried through most of my life to follow that even when I didn't know God. And before I was saved, there was a time when things were kind of crashing and burning around me, and I had an affirmation. I don't know if any of you were into that before, you were, before I was saved. It's really a prayer, and I don't know, somehow maybe God honors that, but it was like, I will have a job that nurtures me and helps me, and I will be blah, 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 blah. It was a good little ditty that I said. I said it about a thousand times, and 
it, it seemed to work, you know. <laughs> so I got a good job, and, and I was in the medical field or continued in the medical field. I had a degree in biomedical engineering and continued, and, um, and, it, and it helped. And, you know, God has put stuff inside of us. Each and every one of us has something in us, and there's a word called vocation. And I didn't realize, uh, I looked that word up because it was kind of ringing in me, and it's um, uh, on Wikipedia. It says, a vocation is an occupation to which a person is specially drawn or for which he or she is suited, trained, or qualified. Though now often used in non-religious contexts, the meaning of the term originated in Christianity. Isn't that cool? Came out of the Latin. So God has a destiny for us, and work is not just a place to earn money. And what breaks my heart sometimes is uh, I see people that, and, and in the workplace is rife right now. I think the workplace is a great place to be a Christian right now. Wow. A friend of ours manages this or works in this well-known chain, and a lot of people come to work stoned. It's just normal. They come to work stoned. I mean, uh, what I've found is, you know, the times since getting saved in particular, it's like I've been unwilling to bend from being truthful, even though it's hurt at times, even though I've had to say, yeah, I screwed up on that. I'm really sorry. And I have to let the chips fall where they may. And that's not typical in the workplace for the most part. And uh, one of my, the current job I have was in many ways the hardest ever. I had a boss who was really unreasonable. The CEO of the company it was his first company, it was a little company, and he was going to do it right. He micromanaged everything. Uh, on New Year's or Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, my boss and I spent four hours each doing, going over, getting this stuff in order because he demanded it to be done, and he wasn't, even though it wasn't going to be used for two weeks. And so God had me just submit to that and to love him and pray for him and forgive him because there were times, and he was very abusive in meetings. He was harsh, and, uh, you know, there were times I wanted to, mm. but anyhow. <laughs> But I, you know, okay, I forgive him. I forgive him. Thank you, God. Help me love him. You know, what happened a year or two later, he was removed. He was doing good. The company was doing well, but they found somebody, and they just happened to bring somebody in who did a whole lot better than this guy. And it's an incredible atmosphere. I mean, our company is doing, it's a startup. Most startups, like 90% of them, fail. We, are, we have people competing to give us money. So it's like, thank you, God. You know, I'll take money. I like money. You know, it's good. It's better than being broke. Angela would agree, I'm sure. But, uh, you know, God brings miracles like that. But, you know, back through, looking back through the years, there, there's a time when each of us, I really believe we need to go for our vocation, but then I also want to mention that there's a time when we have to survive. I mean, I drove taxi for a while because that's, you know, that's all I could. I worked manpower and threw pieces of a telephone company out the window, <laughs> you know, into the waiting truck because that's, and, and helped move, uh, close down a Kmart, you know, and, you know, you do what you have to do at times and you do, but what I've learned is that 
when we're doing that, we are filled with the Holy Spirit. We're in John 17, it's so clear that the Father and the Son live inside of us, and it's remarkable. So when you're out doing whatever you're doing, you're bringing the Lord with you. You're part of the body of Christ advancing. What is the body of Christ? Look around. This is the body of Christ, and it takes all of us to be who He is. So evidently, He wants to be in the workplace, and I like it. You know, remember that time as Take Your Daughter to Work Day? Well, let's take Jesus to work day. <laughs> you know, every day is take Jesus to work day. <laughs> he wants to come and work in our job. And we heard with Cara and England and, and uh, Karina just incredible stories, and that really is true. But it doesn't always feel like that, at least it doesn't to me. I mean, there are times it's like, this guy's driving me crazy, and I'm going to get nuts, you know. And there are times and all kinds of things happen. But, you know, I want to encourage people that he is in there with us. He is in that. And I think one of the great tragedies is that people have uh, treated their work like it's just, I just got to get through the day. I got to get, thank God it's Friday. You know, there's an element of that. And when you work hard, thank God it is Friday because we can use the weekend off. But, you know, when I went to Europe working with this job, uh, I was three weeks out of five in Europe for two and a half years. It was supposed to be six months. Two and a half years later, we finished. And, and we would go over, and you'd get there, and you'd start working, and you worked day and night until you left. And that's the way it was. And, and it was incredibly hard, but it was incredibly rewarding and fulfilling. And God sustained me, and he changed me. And uh, you're not supposed to do that when your son is going into junior high and your daughter is in her junior year. You're, the, the books say, the Christian books say you're supposed to be home. But God didn't plan it that way. There are scratch marks, you know, where I was, you know, God had to drag me, you know, to get me doing it. But I had three prophetic words here, three different people here at Blazing Fire when I started that saying, God is sending you over there. Now, Here's the switch that I'd like to encourage people with, and that is in your job, whatever you're doing, God either has called you there, and if you feel you're there by mistake, there's Romans 8.28 covers it. God works all things together for good to those that love him. So, so he is with you, with us in the middle of everything. Now, that changes the prayer because the prayer was, oh, God, please take care of my... Would you please take care of my... No, it switches because I'm called here. It's, God, I thank you that you are taking care of my family. I thank you that you've got them covered. I thank you that you've got this company covered. I thank you that you're doing the work in this company. And the job before this one, I was let go from. It was a startup company, and once they got all the field work done, they fired most of the field people to save money and get through it. And that's a common practice. It's not that they were super evil. It's just the way it works out in the world. But, you know, God had this one in mind. It's a good thing because I'm so dang loyal. I would have stayed there till they turned the lights out. And that company didn't make their end point. They're not doing well. This one is rolling ahead like crazy, so God plucked me up and put me over there. But there are other times where you just have to gut it out. But God is with you in the midst of it. So it's, it's important. I got to occasionally, I get to talk to people, encourage people. Uh, I've been, I've been uh, called on the carpet because I prayed for one lady many years ago. And she, she was agreeable to the prayer. But afterwards, she complained to the doctor. I got in big trouble over that. 
and never went back to that account. But uh, fortunately, my boss was, is a Christian and helped. See, God was there. He helped deflect that. But still, now I'll tell you one thing that works in any place is blessing. You tell people blessings. If you tell them God bless you, that's kind of religious. And it, it, the people aren't mad at God. They're mad at the church. What Angela said about the church is so true. And, and, and it isn't even really the church because my parents, my family were Catholics and the Catholic church has taken its share of hits. And, they, and, and there's religion in any church, but there are also people there who really love the Lord. So what they see, though, is the harshness. That's what they don't like. I, a lady I gave, um, uh, there was a, a young lady who just completed her medical training and we got talking and, and she was going through a hard time and, one, and I, I, I gave her a copy of Brent's book. And she was, she was talking about how, yeah, I was talking with God just the other day. I mean, you'd be surprised how many people, and she would never go to church. How many people don't go to church, but they're talking to God? God is moving on people, and they need to see us, you and me, as, as loving. Um, I got a text, and I won't look it up here, but I got a text today from a lady. One of my, the, I work with patients and help them adjust their settings, and, and, and she texted, you know, you were really encouraging to me. Even though we weren't able to fix it all, but she said, you were really encouraging to me. And, and I get that from people. And I don't care how crazy they are. I was really weird before I was saved. Now I'm weirder. But, you know, it's, you know, we, we give what we have. And so um, it's a privilege. It's a privilege. There was a time, if you remember, Engler reminded me, there was a time a few years ago when I, when I first got into pain management. It's really interesting. The patients with chronic pain hurt so much. They are so broken, and, and I prayed, God, you know, if you want to use me in this field, that would be really wonderful. And he did, because the company I'm with now is we've got a breakthrough device that's helping people get, 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 lower their pain levels and get through incredible chronic pain. We've had some incredible changes in people where they, they drop their narcotics. They don't have to use their narcotics anymore. And, uh, boy... One guy in particular, Luke, what a, what a nice guy. <laughs> he had this, he liked to show people this appliance that they had in his back. And sometimes you have to take these out to fuse the back together when the vertebrae don't work. And, and it's about this high like that. And it's got screws that are about that long. Six screws about that long was in his back. And he, he loves having people you know, get kind of sick when they look at it. And, uh, and when I first looked at the guy, he was kind of, he was a manager in construction, but he looked kind of dopey. And I couldn't figure it out. And after he dropped his medication, because his pain levels dropped, I saw him, I saw the manager come out, and I know what people meant. I think dopey came from days when opium was legal, and there were opium dens, and people would look dopey, and they do. And it's just so wonderful. So God has blessed me to see that. And, uh, oh, that harsh boss, uh, there was one time when I had people looking and uh, I thought I had a, a problem with my device and it turned out to be something stupid I did. Very embarrassing. And so he was calling out all the stops and having people, you know, engineers and people, what's wrong, da 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 And I had to tell him, you know, I goofed, I made a mistake. It wasn't reading this device, it was reading that one. 
And so I don't want you guys to jump through hoops because of my mistake and that, you know, the honesty thing. And it's kind of scary because this is the guy that's, you know, that was so harsh. And I got an email from him and he said, I really appreciate your honesty. And so, you know, being a Christian, no matter what you're at, following the values, it's just following the anointing. It's just God. It's just God. So that's it. That's all I got to say. Wow. I am so encouraged. I feel like we could go on and on, and there's so many more of you doing the same kind of things, whether you're at home homeschooling your kids. And anyway, it's so good. I feel like we need a part two. Go buy cookies. Joel is doing his thing and pursuing his dream, and it's so much more than cookies. Pick up your kids and arise and shine. Your light has come. You can do this, and if you can get paid to do what you're passionate about, yes, I pray that over you in Jesus' name, that you could get paid to do what you're passionate about and rest in his love for you in Jesus' name. Um, Joe, I think he might, can you? Okay. Joe is in Anna, maybe. Well, okay. Anyway, Joe will come. <laughs> I didn't ask it. Joe is going to come up. And if you'd like to receive prayer, receive a Father's blessing, or maybe your father wasn't able to um, be the father that you needed, he's, he's just going to come up here and pray for you. And David, I think, is going to be available. Ingle has to go pick up her baby. Kara is going to be available to pray for you.